0: Welcome to Your Career. I'm your host and resident career expert Todd Burman. We are coming to you from beautiful downtown Conroe, Texas on Lone Star Community Radio FM 104.5 and 106.1. Each week on this program we'll be discussing t- key topics to empower you to succeed in the job search and your career. In addition, we'll share with you the latest career-related news and jobs data you can use to land a new job and make more money. Our goal with your career is to share with you insider secrets and tips each week that you can use, whether you're looking for a new job or you just want to make more on your existing one. On today's program, we're going to discuss some tips on how to prepare for your job interviews. Just like a football team practices an entire week for one three-hour game, it's important to put that same kind of practice and preparation into your interviews. In addition, I'm absolutely thrilled to have a wonderful guest on our program today. We have master life coach alfred simon and uh, when it comes to job search and life in general it's so important to feel empowered and alfred is going to share with us ways that we can improve our psyche and take the quality of our lives to new heights now for those veterans in the audience please note two important events coming up on next thursday november 3rd i'll be conducting a workshop with san jacinto college this event is free for veterans to attend To find out more, just Google San Jacinto College and new mission event. During this event, we're gonna teach you skills on how to really optimize your resume, get those job interviews, and ultimately land the job. This event is our way of giving back for all that you've done for our nation. Veterans, thank you for your service. The second program is the Red, White, and You hiring event on November 10th at Minute Maid Park. This will be a great opportunity for veterans to find jobs companies will be at this event strictly looking to hire veterans so for those veterans are in the audience please check out this red white and you hiring event now before diving in for those of you don't know me my name is todd bermont author of 10 insider secrets to winning job search and the founder of tcc learning of league city texas my company tcc learning has created an online program to empower you to land your dream job to learn more visit tcclearning.com. That's tcclearning.com. And don't forget to use the coupon code career in all caps. If you use the coupon code YOURCAREER in all caps, you'll get a 20% discount off of any of our programs. So once again, tcclearning.com. Now for our first topic, preparing for the job interview. You know, it's interesting because some people out there fear job interviews more than even fearing death. And, uh, you know, which is scary when, when you think about that, but, you know, and it doesn't have to be that way. The, the, the way to build your confidence and walk into an interview is if you've already been hired is to prepare and practice. There's a saying, there's an old story that when a traveler goes up to a stranger in New York and asks that person, do you know how to get to Carnegie hall? The answer that the stranger gives the traveler is practice, practice, practice. There are three ways to practice and prepare for an interview. First of all, it's so important to practice answering sample questions. The best way to practice is to either subscribe to the Careers College at tcclearning.com and download our list and flashcards of 130 interview questions, or you can also look up sample questions on Google by typing a search phrase as simple as sample job interviews. If you want to get more specific to your particular industry or the particular position that you're looking to land, then type in a search phrase like sample job interview questions, nurse, or sample job interview questions, accountant. And you'll find all sorts of sample questions that'll pop up specifically related to that job that you're interested in. Now, some of the top questions that most everybody will be asked. First of all, I like to say it's the biggest cop-out question because this is This is the question that you always get when the interviewer did not look at your resume before the interview and uh, was not prepared for the interview. And uh, at the last minute now, they are interviewing you. So the first question they're going to ask you is, can you tell me about yourself? So it's, it's very important to be able to, in 30 seconds or less, be able to have an elevator pitch that really describes who you are the value that you can bring to an organization and to generate interest and in why they might want to hire you for the position so that's a tall task to do but it's it's very important to have that elevator pitch ready uh, whenever you get asked that question now the second question you're gonna likely get asked is what are your greatest strengths and what you want to highlight here are strengths that'll be relevant to the job at hand So you want to absolutely be prepared to answer that question. And then the converse of that question that you're likely to get asked as well is, what is your greatest weakness? And you may wonder, well, why would somebody want to ask that question? And first of all, having been a hiring manager, I can tell you unequivocally, you get some really scary answers on what people's biggest weaknesses are. And people will really unload on their dirty laundry you know some some i've i've had some candidates tell me that their biggest weakness is they don't work well with other people well then why would i ever want to hire that that person so it's very important when you're answering that question of what is your greatest weakness that you come up with a strength that can you know a weakness that can be perceived as a strength so so one weakness of mine that's an absolute true weakness but it's often perceived as a strength by a prospective employer is I can't turn off the job at night. You know, my wife will get on me for, you know, not uh, being able to turn off the day and and to relax and be, you know, she'll she'll accuse me of not being present. And, uh, uh, you know, it's hard for me to turn off my work. And um, that is a definite weakness. But for an employer, that's really a benefit, because that means, you know, you're 100 percent committed and and you're, uh, you're working it. So, um, so the key is to come up with a weakness that can be perceived as a strength. Now another question you're going to get asked is, why should we hire you versus the other candidates we're interviewing? It's very important that you're going to be able to articulate the answer to that. And then you'll also get asked, how long do you think it'll take to get ramped up into your new position? Now, I don't know how many of you have thought about putting together a 90-day plan for prior to your job interviews of what you would do on a new job or in a new role. Um, But a really good way to answer this question is to create a 90-day plan of how you would approach getting ramped up on the job and how you would get off to a running start. And that will impress most any employer. Another question you're going to ask is, why do you feel you're qualified for this position? And uh, now those of you that may be coming out of college or changing careers, you might struggle a little bit with this question. So it's very important. You know, The, the key to focus on are those transferable skills that you've developed, whether in school or, or on other jobs that are relevant to the job at hand. And then you can also talk about how you can bring a unique perspective to the situation. So you want to be able to talk about how you're qualified per, for the position because at the end of the day, the hiring manager wants to be confident that when he or she hires you, you're going to get the job done. Then um, also they're going to ask you, well, what qualities do you feel are important to succeed in this position? So you want to be prepared to answer a question like that as well. So the key is to put yourself in the shoes of the interviewer when you're practicing. Try to predict what he or she would want to hear in your interviews. For tough questions, write out your responses and practice over and over again. Now the second key area of practice and preparation is to research the employer and folks who will be interviewing you. The annual report is a great way to research the employer and LinkedIn is ideal to research your interviewers. Now when you're looking at the annual report, pay special attention to the mission statement because it's the mission statement that drives all aspects of an organization. It's important to show how you can help a company achieve its mission. When you do that, you're gonna increase your chances of getting hired. Now when researching the interviewer, LinkedIn is the best tool for that. When you're on their LinkedIn profile, Look for relate points. Look for areas of commonality. Also look for his or her key experience that you can relate to during the interview. Now, the third key way to practice and prepare for your interviews is to come up with questions that you as the candidate want to ask. Now, here's a couple of great questions that you can ask as the candidate. If you had your ideal candidate, what kind of qualities and characteristics would that person have? Or another way you could ask the question of the hiring manager is, If you could wave a wand and describe the ideal candidate, what would that person be like? Or paint that picture of that ideal candidate for me. Now, another question that's a great question to ask is, what are the top three challenges that keep you up at night that I can help solve in this position? And then the third question to ask, what are critical success factors needed to succeed in this role? Now, if you ask those three questions, you're going to now turn the interview into an open book test. So the key is to ask open-ended questions that will get the interviewer to do more of the talking. The more talking you can get the interviewer to do, the better your chances are to ace your upcoming interviews. So remember, to get that job from the interview, number one, practice, number two, research, and number three, ask great open-ended questions. So with that, You are currently listening to Your Career with Todd Bermont on Lone Star Radio, FM 104.5 and 106.1 and IRLoneStar.com. Stay tuned as we'll be welcoming author, motivational speaker, and master life coach, Alfred Simon.
1: Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station and we are looking for talk show hosts and volunteer DJs for our music shows. Are you interested in having your own talk show on Lone Star or have you always wanted to live out your dreams of being a music DJ? With the addition of Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 and video aspects of our talk shows, we are needing people to grow with us. If you or someone you know might be interested, please contact us online at IRLoneStar.com slash contact us or Call the station at 936-647-5747 for more information.
0: Welcome back to Your Career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Burmont. Each week on Your Career, we'll be sharing valuable information you can use to further your career and land the ideal job. Now let's dive in on today's second topic, and and I am just really excited to be talking about this topic because really when it comes to life, if if you as an individual do not feel empowered, it's going to negatively impact every aspect of your life. And uh, our guest today is Alfred Simon, and he's a prolific teacher, author, philanthropist, and Master Life Coach. He's the owner and CEO of Empowerment Coaching, Simon Ministries, and co-owns Divine Desires with his wife. He's been traveling the country and speaking since the age of 12 and has always had a passion for seeing people empowered. And uh, that's amazing that you've been speaking since the age of 12 uh, in events. That's incredible. So for the past eight years, uh, he's taken up life coach, uh, taken the life coaching field and and the speaking arena by storm, traveling the country, motivating, inspiring, touching, and empowering lives. He's worked with many great schools, nonprofits, businesses, and corporations through his time in the field. Some of the major entities he's worked with are the Impact Network, FAB Dallas, and uh, many many more. He's committed to seeing individuals transcend themselves to achieve a higher purpose, which can only be done when living an empowered life. This is where the vision of empowerment coaching came from. And I can't wait to dive into that piece of it. And, uh, Alfred not only wanted to inspire people through his speaking, but he also wanted to connect to individuals intimate, connect with them intimately and coach them towards achieving their desired outcomes. And, uh, also, uh, I can't wait for this to come out, um, Alfred. You know has such great knowledge that he shares while while speaking, and and it's not always available to everybody, right? For sure. And uh, so you're coming out with a new book, uh, Lead Like the Best. Yeah, I understand. Uh, so I'm going to be interested to hear what what that book's all about as well. So tell you it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> so Al, welcome to the program, man. Thank you for having me on, Todd. I really appreciate it. Well, excellent. Well, you know, I'm really curious as we start diving into this thing, a lot of folks, you know, empowerment's a big word. For sure. And a lot of people
1: may be wondering, well, what what exactly is empowerment? I think when you're looking at the word empowerment, um, a lot of people take it uh, for uh you know encouraging inspiring motivating and for sure those are all aspects of it um uh, but when you get down to the real definition of empowerment it means to give someone their power back to give someone their authority back and so when you're looking at empowerment it's all about giving someone the power that has been stripped away through um you know life circumstances that have been stripped away uh through you know um their you know, the, those bad things that happen in life, those things that you weren't expecting, you know, um, someone gets cancer, someone dies, um, you run into some job losses, uh, things of that nature. And so, you know, you, you, you get broken down through those times and you have to get somebody to come and give you that power back to let you know that you can still make it, uh, to give you your authority back in life, uh, to let you let you know that you can still overcome what you're going through. And so I believe that's what empowerment is really all about. That's awesome.
0: You know, I'm curious, like, you know, in your bio it said you've been speaking since you're age 12. Yeah, yeah. And which to me is incredible because some people are afraid to speak even when they're adults. (laughs) For sure. And, uh, you know, I'm curious, how did you wind up on this incredible path of wanting to
1: empower people and impact their lives? What what drove you to do this? Uh, Truly, Todd, uh, the thing that really drove me to do it is that I was— when I, At 12 years old, what happened is I started preaching. And so I didn't just want to preach, though. I wanted to make sure that I'm able to empower everybody, not just Christians, but I want to be able to empower, um, you know, Muslims uh, Jews, uh, uh, everybody, whoever wanted to be able to be impacted, you know, by the words that I had. And so, um, I was really looking for alternative ways to connect with people and to give them, like I said, their power back. And so I started preaching and then I transitioned into the, uh, empowerment speaking, motivational speaking, uh, by going to different schools, uh, attending different youth events and different things of that nature. And so, um, it's been, it's been an awesome journey. It's been an awesome journey. That's, that's awesome. And, and I agree with you that empowerment
0: really, trans, you know, it transcends religion for sure. Because uh, you and I definitely aren't of the same religion, but yet I, I watched one of your uh, video casts that you had recently, and so much of it just spoke to me for sure. And, and you know, it's it's amazing. You know, a lot of times the religions seem to battle against one another, one another but. Yeah. But when you drill down to it, and especially like when I was listening to you, it's like, you know, there's so many more similarities between the religions than differences. And, you know, I think if we can focus more on the similarities, uh, this would be a better world uh, that that we would be in. Um, You know, I'm curious, why do you feel so many people struggle? And and, and why do you feel that, uh, you know, like, there's just a large segment of the population today that that almost feels like there's no way out that they're stuck in a particular circumstance and
1: why is that i'll say it like this i I, i'll use myself for an example when you've grown up only knowing one way of doing things or you've grown up with a very minuscule perspective of life um it'll bind you, it'll keep you in a box. And I grew up for a while with a very minuscule perception of life because it was always told to me, you're going to go to school, you get a job, that's it. And I broke away from that minuscule perspective. And instead of just going to school and just getting a job, I said, you know something, I'm going to make my own path. I'm going to make my own way. And so I believe that A lot of people have that minuscule perspective of life because that's what they've grown up with their whole life. Uh, That's what their parents parents have taught them. Um, That's what life has instilled in them. That's what their community has instilled in them. Uh, And so I believe gaining a broader perspective of life helps you to break outside of that box and it helps you to really stop feeling um, so trapped on the inside. So trapped um, inside the confines that other people have created for you. And I believe that people live in boxes that have been created by their surroundings instead of actually creating their own box. Okay. And so that's what I did. I created my own box, which actually ended up being no box because I don't like being held inside <laughs> of confines. I don't like being stuck. And so I, 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 I destroyed the box that was created for me. And I said, you know, something I'm going to live in the way that I best see fit, and not the way that somebody else told me to told me to live. And um, I think that's where that that struggle comes from. People feel that struggle; they feel like there's no way out because they're living in that box. But I don't know who I'm talking to on here, but it's time to come out the box.
0: Well, you know, and that's a great point. And I'm I'm still really curious by you know how was it at 12 years old you had the wherewithal and the perspective to understand that you were in a box and that you at 12 years old you had the wherewithal to step out of that box i mean was there a particular catalyst in in your life that caused you to all of a sudden see this kind of vision because
1: some people never see this vision their entire lives and well todd i'm gonna be honest with you uh if we get on to that topic, we're going to be getting into a, we're going to get into a topic of religion. OK, um, that's OK. And, and you know, um, you know, for me personally, uh, because I don't mind sharing my because, like I said, you know, I'm a, I am a minister um, at eight, actually, uh, you know, and some people might believe it. Some people might not. Uh, whatever you believe, that's OK. But I had an encounter with God. And he had begun to speak to me about where I was supposed to be heading in life. And so by 12, that door opened for me to start ministering. But he told me that it wasn't just to minister, but it was to minister outside of just the church uh, because ministry is not just confined to a church. I don't believe I I believe ministry can be done with your life. And so I started empowerment coaching to start empowering people um, outside of the church, because it's not just about letting people in the church see your life, but the light needs to be shown outside of the church. They need to see the light, uh, in other dark places. And so I wanted to bring that light to other dark areas and you don't have to bring that light by, uh, specifically pushing your agenda, your religion. But I believe that just by your life, by living a good life, uh, by living a life, um, that, uh, is, is, I wouldn't say free of sin, but just a life that is just, just simply, you know a good, a good being a good person i sure. believe that being a good person really shows that light and brings about that change in other people and then they are drawn to that and they want to know how they can live a better life so
0: that's awesome that that's awesome you know and it, it's interesting because myself i've never really viewed myself as being all that religious for cause, sure because a lot of times when, when i've gone and and prayed the prayers they're written in somebody else's words Word. And um, and a lot of times it, it almost feels like it's not coming from my heart. For that, sure, that it, it, you know I'm just reading words out of a book. And I've always had the same kind of feeling that you know at the end of the day, if you're a good person, and if you're God fearing, and if you're contributing to society For as sure. a whole, you know that I, that I'd like to think at the end of the day you're, you're viewed upon positively. Yes. And, yes. Um, yes. Yeah, it's interesting, and I mentioned this on a program uh, several weeks ago that uh, one of the motivational speakers I've always loved over the years is uh, Tony Robbins. Love him. And um, I took one of his uh, programs years ago, and uh, I can't remember if it was Personal Power, one one of his programs, Mm -hmm. and he had a really fascinating thought where he said, you know, one way to get the most out of life is is to fast forward your life to your funeral. <laughs> and imagine yourself floating above and listening to people giving the eulogies about your life. What kind of legacy do you want to have left? What do you want people to be saying about the life that you lived? Yeah. And And that to me was just so thought provoking for sure because you know when you think of life in those ways you know and you really realize that it's important to contribute yes and uh well anyway i got off on a on a tangent it's critical no you're right It's,
1: it's totally critical to contribute to your community i believe at the end of the day like you said that's what it's all about about being a good person and making sure that you're making contributions to those around you um make sure that you're making an investment in people Um, You know, I talk talk about this in one of my uh, classes uh, that I teach. Uh, It's about making an investment in people. People make the money. The money doesn't make the people. People make the money. And so if you make an investment in people, the money is going to for sure come. You're going to make a longer lasting investment than just investing your money into something. But if you actually invest time, your effort, your wisdom, your knowledge uh, into people, it's going to it's going to bring you back a greater return for sure.
0: That's awesome! I tell you, I'm I'm really in, enjoying this conversation and and looking forward to continuing the dialogue. We're going to be uh, going to a short break in a few moments, but but uh, we just got so much to cover here. For and, sure, and man! I'm already getting motivated just from this first segment. So, with that, you're currently listening to your career with Todd Bermont on Lone Star Community Radio FM 104.5, 106.1, and IRLoneStar.com. Stay tuned as we'll be having a lot more great information coming in the program.
2: I know you know this already, but most of the shows on Lone Star Community Radio are available in podcast format. If you want to keep up with the latest shows, just subscribe to our YouTube channel, Lone Star Community Radio, and our website at IRLoneStar.com. You can even follow us on SoundCloud and Twitter to see the latest posts from Lone Star Community Radio. Can't find a show? Then just search for it on IRLoneStar.com in the search bar to the top right of every page. Or just contact us on IRLoneStar.com slash contact us with your questions, demands, sponsorships, anything. Lone Star Community Radio is your Montgomery County Community Radio station.
0: Welcome back to your career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Burman. Each week on Your Career, we'll be sharing valuable information you can use to further your career and land the ideal job. And uh, if you'd like to learn about the entire job search process, be sure to visit tcclearning.com. That's tcclearning.com. But let's get back to our guest because this is just a fascinating conversation. And and um, you know, to me feeling empowered is is one of the keys to life as a whole because For if sure. if you don't feel like you have any power in life uh, it's, it's just it can feel like like your box analogy it, it feels like the box is like closing in on you yes. getting smaller and smaller and and that it's getting darker and darker and that yeah. there's no way out and um you know, I'm curious when when life seems to be all lemons and and you're just getting one lemon thrown at you after another. You know, you hear that saying, well, when life throws you lemons, make lemonade. But, you know, that's a lot easier said than done, right? And yes. and I'm really curious, you know, when you're coaching individuals and and empowering individuals, you know, number 1, is there a way that you can truly make
1: lemonade and and secondly, how do you go about doing that? Well, Todd, I'll say this. I, I, I whenever whenever someone tells me that, you know, how do I make lemonade when all I have is lemons? I don't have the water or the sugar. Um, I always explain it to him like this. Life itself is the water. Life itself is the water. And the reason I say life itself is the water is because life is what water is one of the substances of life. We know that everything that lives lives because of water. And so I don't think you're ever at a point uh, simply because you're living. You have water. Water is simply because you have life in your body, you're breathing, you wake up in the morning. That's one thing I believe to be grateful and thankful and blessed for uh, is simply to wake up. And so I believe life itself is the water. Uh, Lemons are the bad situations. You know, everything, everybody is going to go through some bad situations in life. You're going to go through those things that are going to seem a little bit sour, seem a little bit pucker, things that you're not going to like, things that are not going to taste good to your taste buds. But it's necessary for the good moments in life because the good moments in life, that's the sugar. That's the times when you actually achieved what you want to achieve. That's the times when you actually did what you wanted to do. Those are the times when, you know, your 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 daughter graduated from college or you were able to achieve some great business, uh, you know, proposition or you were able to uh, write that book that you've been wanting to write. Those are the sweet moments. That's the sugar. And without the lemons, water and sugar don't taste good together. That's true. You need the lemons to make lemonade. And so sometimes you need those bad things in life to push you to a place to where, you know, It brings everything together. We don't like it. It doesn't taste good at the moment. But when everything comes together and everything settles, because it's something about lemonade when it settles, when it settles, that's when it really tastes good. I know I love to make lemonade with my wife. Uh, We make it in the kitchen and it's not good the first day. But about the second or third day after everything is settled in, that's when it really starts to really taste good. And so I tell people, give it time to settle. I know it doesn't feel good right now. I know it doesn't taste good right now. But if you give life just a little time to settle, I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. Wow, that that is an incredible
0: perspective. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really curious. I'd like to drill down a little bit further on, on the life being the water and, and showing gratitude because I— I think that's the hardest thing for For people to do is uh, when everything seems to be against you that uh, to try to take a step back and and to be (laughs) grateful. Like uh, in our building confidence module uh, that we have in the careers college, one of the things I talk about is a, a really helpful exercise for during the job search is to every morning when you wake up. Write a list of gratitude for sure of of all the things that you're grateful for in life. Um, but I'm curious if you can drill down a little bit further on that, because that life is water concept is is really fascinating to
1: me. Well, actually, Todd, again, that came from some of my ministry. <laughs> um, life is water. Uh, I'm going to stay away from that. But one of the things that I love to talk about is you have to have an attitude of gratitude an attitude of gratitude. And I believe that if you don't have an attitude of gratitude, it makes life hard to be able to really, just, it it makes life hard. It makes living hard, um, because you, you're not able to see what you're grateful for. Um, I was at a time where I was very depressed about some things that weren't going right in my life. Um, you know, being transparent here, you know, I, things were not working out with my business. They just, things were just not falling together. Like I would hoped them to in the timing that I'd hoped them to fall together. And I stopped and God had to remind me I'm blessed to just simply honestly be in America. And the reason I say that is because when you look at other countries and you look being on the streets in America is better than living in huts in other countries, simply because there's more there's opportunity here. You can get if you want to if you really want to make it, there's a possibility to make it. And I believe that opportunity is something to be optimistic about. And so I I, I think just from looking at life and what you have, you have a roof over your head. It might not be the best roof, but it's a roof. It might not be the best car, but it's a car. It might not be the best food, but it's food. And people wish they had water. People wish they had food. People wish they had some of the, the, the minor things that we think are everyday things. But to other people, those are necessities that they are lacking in life. And so I believe when we start looking at all of the necessities that we are so gracefully and graciously given on a daily basis. It makes us get an attitude of gratitude and we wake up and we might not have the most, but we have what we need and we have what is going to keep us going. And so it puts a different perspective on life. I think when your perspective changes about life, your outcomes in life will change. A lot of people have bad outcomes in life because they have bad perspectives. And I am a very deep, devout, uh, devout believer that whatever you're Whatever you believe is what's going to come to you. If you believe in good things, if you're believing in success, if you believe uh, if you have a positive outlook, positive things are going to be drawn to you. Positive energies are going to be drawn to you. But if you have negative energies and negative perspective about everything um, and everything is going downhill and everything is bad, then you're going to see the worst out of life. You you get out of life what you want to get.
0: So yeah, and no, that's a great point. And you know, that, as you're talking, that makes me think of uh, the the law of attraction. Exactly. Um, yes. You know, there's. I, I've read a lot of books on the topic of the law of, of attraction over the years, and listen to motivational tapes and whatnot For on sure. it. And um, you know, one of the common themes with that, and I, I think even the movie The Secret talked about this, yeah. is is the fact that you get. What you attract to your life what you focus on. Yes. And um, so if you're always focusing on debt and the fact that your bank account you know, doesn't have enough zeros behind the one. There you go. Uh, you're going to get more debt and that bank account's going to continue to get smaller and smaller. And, uh, being an entrepreneur myself, sometimes you've, you you
1: can fall in that <laughs> trap of, <laughs> yes, of you focusing
0: can. on, you know, where that bank statement is on, yes. a, on a given day or whatever, especially but it,
1: as a husband. Yeah, uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. You got to take care of other people than just yourself. I the, get it.
0: This is true. And, yeah. and, um, you know, so it's, it's, it's hard to step out and, yes. uh, but, it, but you're so right that it's so important to focus on, on those positive things in, in life. And, uh, you know so so i'm curious you, you mentioned that you're a, a master life coach for sure and um what kind of
1: services do you offer through em- empowerment coaching well we offer a variety of different services um we do The main one thing that we offer, and I wouldn't say the main one, it's just one of the major things that we offer is life coach certifications. Um, And I believe that this is the area where I really get to empower and impact lives uh, because I'm able to sit down with you and uh, we have a usually a one day intensive class. We're actually getting ready to open up our distance education portion to this uh, where we'll actually be uh, doing distance education certifications. And we have someone right now from Jamaica that's actually getting ready to get into it. And so it's going to be an awesome thing. And that starts on November 14th. Uh, But we're certifying life coaches. I'm giving you the tools. I'm giving you the equipment. I'm giving you the knowledge, the wisdom, the skill that you're going to need to be able to take that, turn it into a business, make profit from it, but not only make profit, but make prop help to profit someone else's life. You'll be able to help add value to someone else's life, help add uh, service to someone else's life. You'll be able to serve your community in a new fashion, in a new way. And I believe that is the main part I love about it. Yeah, it makes money. Money is always great. But when you can make money while also helping someone, helping change their situation, helping them come out of one situation and go into a better one, I think that's the That's the best part about it, is being able to really impact people. And so we offer life coach certifications. I actually do uh, life coaching myself. And so if people out there want coaching or need coaching services or want to help, they want to get from one place in life to another, they want to get out of this rut that they've been in, I help them get out of that rut. I help them transition in their life. Uh, We also do seminars, you know, trainings, uh, leadership trainings, team building workshops uh, for organizations, consulting for organizations. We help bring back that motivational vigor that they need uh that uh impact that they need to really get their employees working and pushing towards the set goals that they have. So, uh we offer a variety of services, but those are just a few. Awesome. Awesome. So, bringing it back to the
0: the job search and and um you know, one of the things I'd like to talk about when we come back from the break and uh we're we're going to tease people here. But uh you know, when when you're approaching the job search uh it's really difficult sometimes to feel empowered for sure especially if you got laid off from a job or fired from a job or or the company closed down or, or whatever whatever it might be in today's economy people are 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 struggling. You know, the unemployment stats say, well, there's only 5% people unemployed. And and that's ridiculous because right now there are almost 95 million people of working age in the United States that are not working. And uh, so that to me does not translate to 5%. But the government, you know, they say you can bend numbers to say whatever they want. And, um, you know, so when it comes to job search, you know, from personal experience, it's so important to feel... Empowered. So when we come back from the break, what I'd really like to get an idea from you on is how people can begin to empower themselves with the job search. So, so with that, you're currently listening to Your Career with Todd Bermont on Lone Star Community Radio, FM 104.5, 106.1, and IRLoneStar.com. Stay tuned as we'll be having a lot more great information on the program.
2: Want to check out what it's like to be on the radio? Need credit for school? For an internship? Then contact Dick online at dick at Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. And we are here to be part of the community.
0: Welcome back to Your Career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Burman. Each week on Your Career, we'll be sharing valuable information you can use to further your career and land the ideal job. So uh, we have Master Life Coach Alfred Simon with us today, all the way from Dallas, and uh, it's it's just a, a true honor to have you on the program.
1: Man, thank you. I appreciate it. You can just call me Al. All
0: right, Al. And uh, so when we went to break, we were talking about how some steps people can take to feel empowered when searching for a job. For sure. And I was wondering if you could elaborate a little bit on that.
1: Um I feel like one of the main things that people can take a step that they can take um is making sure and I think we talked about this earlier, affirmations. Speaking to yourself, speaking life over yourself. Um making sure that you are not only speaking it but you're believing what you're saying. You're believing that the impossible is possible. You're believing that you can get what you want to get out of life. A lot of people, uh, want, they want certain things out of life, but they don't actually believe that they can have, they speak certain things, but they don't actually believe they can get. And I think that your speaking has to line up with your belief so that things can start manifesting in your life. So,
0: well, and it's interesting because they say that God spoke the world into existence, right?
1: That's exactly what they say.
0: And, um, so basically what you're saying is through affirmations you can speak good things to happen into your life, right? That's
1: exactly what I'm saying. Um in the Christian belief there is a Bible verse that states that we are little gods. And I when I preach or minister, I always speak to this subject that if you are little if you are a little god, that means that you have Power to speak certain things in your life. We for sure don't have the same power as God at all, but we have certain power to speak certain things over our life. And speaking affirmations is a part of that power to speak life over yourself, uh, to change your mindset, your perspective about life. And I believe that's what happens when you start to speak.
0: You, so, so what would be an example of a couple affirmations?
1: Uh, you know, simple affirmations that w- somebody would say: "I am great. I am loved. I can do all things. I am not." Uh, I am not poor. I do not live in poverty. I live in wealth. I have abundance. Uh, Wealth is my portion. Uh, There are a bunch of different ones out there. And I think that there are even lists. One of the lists is on your website. That's right. One (laughs) of the lists are on your website, Um, the 25 affirmations that you have on your website that they can download. And so there are all kinds of lists out there. I think if you're intentional, you will actually create your own list. What is it, the areas that you're weak in that you want to become stronger in? And I believe speaking to those weak areas will help you become stronger uh, in those areas. And so.
0: Yeah. And uh, for for a couple of other one affirmations you can use on on the job search, when you're going into the interview, tell yourself, I'm the best candidate for this position. That's good. Tell yourself that any employer would be absolutely thrilled to have me on his or her team. Yeah, yeah. And and that nobody can compete against me for this job opportunity. For sure. So you talk about positive affirmations like that, and it's going to bring it into actuality. So uh, we've got some live audience participation through, is it Periscope? Through
1: Periscope and Facebook And Facebook,
0: all right. And, uh, so, so this is great. So, so we, we got a couple of great questions that, that I want to dive into from the audience.
1: Um, one question was, what do you need to do to, to be successful? Being successful, I believe there are multiple different things. But in my book, I specifically talk about a few things um, to be successful in that book is Lead Like the Best. And some of the things I talk about is sim- doing practical, everyday things that can help you become a better you. Um, I believe people look at what can I do to be better or to get to get a better job. But I think looking at it that way, it kind of diminishes the perspective. Instead of looking at what can I can do to get a better job, look at what I can do to be a better me. What can I do to become better for myself? What can I do to become better in my life? And that is then going to transfer into you getting a better job, into you getting better opportunities. So what can I do today to change my life and to change my perception of myself, to change who I am so that I can become a better me? And so I think, you know, reading books is one of the things that I say is a awesome thing that you can do to become a better you. There are all kinds of books out there. And I say do two things. You read books that in, that increase your strengths and you read books that help your weaknesses. Uh, if you read great. books that increase your strengths, you're going to always capitalize on what you're already strong at. If you read books that tend to your weaknesses, you're going to be able to strengthen those areas of vulnerability of those areas of uh, things that you might not be as great in the things that you might be insecure in. you'll be able to strengthen those things and make them stronger. Uh, books are our link to the past are, uh, pre- you know, they're, they're, they're linked to the present and they're linked to the future. And so you can get things from the past, the present and the future from books that will help you to really capitalize on your right now
0: that's outstanding now um another question that we got from the audience that uh this is just a fantastic question uh, i can relate because it happens sure. it happens to all of us um how can you find your passion about something when when you're just <clears throat> not feeling passionate,
1: passionate about
0: anything you know you know because again it's it's one of those things when you know you're getting all sorts of lemons thrown at you yeah. it can be tough finding that
1: passion and and how do you drill down and, and get that passion in life I think kind of like what we talked about earlier I think the only way first you have to before you can find the passion you have to really have a a good attitude about life in general I think a lot of times we don't have a passion about certain things because we've lost passion for life And I think finding that passion for life is one of the best things that any individual can do. What is it that makes you want to live? What is it that makes you want to thrive? And a lot of people don't actually think that deep into it. They create businesses for money, but they don't create businesses around what they actually want to do to impact the world. What is it that makes you happy that will make you want to get up with joy in the morning? And I think finding that thing, that niche, that one thing that makes you really want to move and get up and get going is going to be critical to creating that passion. Yeah, that's
0: boy, that's spot on because yeah. you know one of the things we talk about in the careers college that you can find at tcclearning.com is the fact that unless you find a job that is in alignment with your passion for sure and with your life's purpose you 're not going to enjoy that job you 're not going to thrive on that job. You know the majority of the American public today they wake up on Monday morning yeah. just dreading the fact that it 's Monday <laughs> and you get that pit in your stomach starting on around Sunday afternoon yeah. when you 're like "Oh no, tomorrow 's Monday already, and, and you have to go to that so it 's so important. To be working in a
1: job that you can be truly passionate about for sure you don't you don 't want to wake up wanting to not wanting to go back to the hellhole. hole
0: that that's right <laughs> that's right, so boy, there's so many questions I want to ask, but we're running out of time you know I guess you know i'm I'm intrigued to learn a little bit
1: more about your book. Can you tell us again what the name of this book's going to be and what it 's going to talk about man, I thank you for asking that question, Todd. The name of my book is called Lead like the best again that 's lead like the best and Man, I'm telling you, this book was something that I pushed out. Uh, it was inspired uh, when I went to a Jonathan Sprinkles conference, and you know that's where we actually that's where, where we, we met. met. Yep, where we met at the uh, Jonathan Sprinkles conference, and it was amazing. I actually wrote the book in 30 days. That's incredible. I wrote the book in 30 days, and I completed it. And I'm telling you, it was a push because I I really wrote the book for everybody, but I wanted to impact leadership. I wanted to impact leadership because we have a very where we're very low on leadership today. We see we're low on leadership in schools, we see we're low on leadership in organizations uh in companies uh in government especially. We have seen a v- A lack.
0: Don't get me on that topic. That's (laughs) a a whole other program. That's a whole (laughs) other
1: topic right there. But we are very lacking in leadership. And so that's what inspired me to really write this book.
0: Outstanding. Now, for folks that want to find you, how do they go about finding you? Uh, I assume you're on Facebook or or, uh, can you tell us how how we can find you?
1: Well, if you go to Twitter and Instagram, uh, Twitter uh, is at Empower, the number two impact. Uh, Instagram is Empowerment Coaching. Uh, and Facebook is also Empowerment Coaching you can look that up and find us you can also go on our website empowermentcoaching.org again that's empowermentcoaching.org and if you want to pre-order our book we are doing pre-orders right now and you can go to alfredsimon.com and not Alfred Al Ford like Ford the truck com, and you can pre-order that book today
0: awesome and uh, I'll ask you to provide me with the links to all that and and we'll provide those links on the we're going to have a podcast of, of this live broadcast, and we'll awesome. make and we'll make sure we provide links to all those pages for sure um, for that. Thank so, uh, so that really brings us to the end of our program. It has just flown by today, and Maybe. I can't thank you, Al, enough. I mean, this is awesome, and uh, so I'd like to thank you so much for listening. Next week, tune in because there's going to be another great show, and we're going to talk about their interviewing to win and how to ace your interviews, and we're also going to talk about other uh, veteran-related topics with Veterans Day coming up. So if you have any questions, reach out to us on Facebook. Also remember to visit TCCLearning.com. Thank you so much. This is Todd Bermont with your career on Lone Star Radio.
2: Thanks for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star Community Radio, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, TV, Media, please call 936 647 5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production produced by the show host and Dick Schishler of Lone Star Community Radio Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show contact Dick Schisler at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747